0: why? Alright, what up? How we doing? Welcome back. Episode 65 of the Wide Right Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey. As always, of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Back after a little bit of a hiatus. couple weeks, two, three weeks. Uh, season ended. Started to focus more on writing a little bit. So, took a couple week break um, from the podcast. But we are back. And thank you so much for tuning in to episode 65. And uh, what do we have to talk about in Giants, uh, in and around the you know as far as things going on in and around the Giants organization. Not much news, to be honest with you. I mean, the, the Patrick Graham extension, that was huge. And, you know, John Mara saying Saquon Barkley he expects Saquon Barkley to be around. Um, certainly he, he said he expects Barkley to remain a Giant for a very long time. Um, You know, something along those lines. I'm, I'm not sure if that was the exact quote. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, it, it, not much. That was, you know, a couple weeks ago already. So not much is going on as far as, uh, anything news-related, but, you know, with the off season already having commenced for the Giants, not for the Chiefs or Buccaneers, um, free agency is coming up, draft is coming up, it's a lot to talk about in the next coming months, and I thought it would be a good idea to guess, I guess, you know, start a preliminary conversation regarding those two periods of time on the NFL calendar, free agency and the draft. And as far as what the Giants will need, because I understand, listen, the Giants improved this year, okay? Seemed like, you know, people want to be a part of this organization right now. They're on the up and up. You see guys like, you know, Patrick Graham could have seeked out a head coaching job. He decided to come back. Logan Ryan signed a three-year extension. Uh, Hopefully some of the other, you know, hopefully Leonard Williams is back next year as well. But there are still numerous positions around this roster that uh, the Giants need someone new. The Giants need help. Giants need help in many spots. Not many, but f- I would say there's four main spots in and around this roster. They definitely need to address this offseason, whether it's in free agency or the draft. Okay, Wide receiver, tight end, cornerback, edge rusher. Those are the, famo- the four main spots, in my opinion, of what they will need to address this offseason. The latter of which, the edge rusher spot, doesn't need to be a star. Okay, they don't need the Giants. Don't need to acquire a star in free agency or the draft. Um, they don't need to acquire a star edge rusher, because I don't think you know that'd be cool if they did, but I don't think uh you know that they may not need to do that. Patrick Patrick Graham's defensive schemes are very situational. He doesn't exactly need to have a star on the roster at edge rusher. You know, someone more of a Kyler Fackrell caliber. I thought Kyler Fackrell, if he stayed a little bit more healthy and didn't miss four games toward the down the um, towards the end of the year, he would have been perfect. When he was healthy, he was good. You know, he's a he's someone of that caliber that's not a star that's not going to be expensive. Is uh, good for Patrick Graham Patrick Graham's you know situational schemes and edge rusher rotation. Remember, Patrick Graham likes to rotate guys in. So someone of a Kyler Fackle caliber who's going to produce when he's on the field and healthy, that's someone that's good to have. You know, not an expensive edge rusher, Not—it doesn't need to be a star, so someone like that uh, the Giants could definitely pick up. You know, I don't think, they, they're not going to need to break the bank on anybody uh, in the edge rusher position. I think they should break the bank on Leonard Williams, but that's a, diff, that's a different situation. Um, as far as the cornerback situation goes, I think they'll need someone opposite of James Bradbury. Isaac Yadam isn't the answer. I mean, listen, Isaac Yadam improved throughout the year. He's not like, he's just not a starting corner in this league. Uh, I don't think Ryan Lewis is either. Julian Love could be the guy to play opposite of Bradbury, but it seems like they use they like to use him more uh, in a situational safety type of role. Darney Holmes could be it, but it seems they like him more as a slot corner. I'd rather them get someone in free agency like possibly a Ronald Darby, possibly an Xavier Rhodes. I do not want the Giants to rely on their number 11 overall pick in the first round on a corner because, you know, it's tough to rely on rookie corners to start. We saw it with DeAndre Baker. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking about his armed robbery case or anything like that. I'm talking about his rookie year struggles on the field. Kid couldn't cover. Okay? He improved throughout the year, but, you know, it's too big of a risk right now. Giants can't make, you know, Giants can't, Acquire that risk They can't rely on a rookie corner To get the job done next year I think that's where they have You know, if if they're going to address A position in free agency It's got to be corner Um, So, and then As far as free agency goes With wide receivers I mean, barring franchise tags Chris Godwin out of Tampa Bay Will be available Same with Kenny Galladay Out of Detroit Will Fuller out of Houston You know, Fuller may really want out of Houston Given the dysfunction there And, you know, if Deshaun Watson leaves He'll certainly want out So that may be an option. But with everything that we have said leading up to this, I think the Giants snag a wide receiver in the draft. First round. You know, I think they could acquire someone in the first round and still assign another wide receiver in free agency. But, you know, given their four main needs, as I said before, wide receiver, tight end, cornerback, and edge rusher, you know, rookie corners are tough to rely on. A top-tier first-round edge rusher they won't need. And the tight end spot won't be as important of a need as receiver. Thus, I think the Giants take a receiver in the first round. Now, who do they take with that number 11 overall pick? To be honest, I think three receivers are going to be off the board in the first 11 picks. LSU, by the time the Giants pick at 11, I think LSU's Jamar Chase will be gone. Alabama's Devontae Smith will be gone. And potentially Alabama's Jalen Waddell, um, who are the top three receivers most likely taken in this draft, I think they will all be gone by number 11. Now, who do I want? Listen, I love Devontae Smith. I understand the size is an issue, but you saw in the national title game and basically the entirety of his Heisman Trophy campaign, he's outstanding. He's elusive, he's fast, he can change the tempo of the offensive drive at the snap of a finger. He's certainly someone that if he's available at number 11, which he probably won't be because he's that good, I take him if I were the Giants. They need a playmaker. It's simple. This Giants offense needs a playmaker. Shepard, Slayton, and Tate aren't it right now. And we don't know Tate's future. He has a potential out of his four-year contract leading up to next season. So, Devontae Smith could be that guy. As far as the other receivers are concerned, I think Chase is going to be the top receiver taken. I think he's definitely off the board before the Giants pick. That's what the mocks are saying, at least... So if um, if, Chase, if Jamar Chase is gone and Devontae Smith is gone by number 11 and the Giants are left with, say, Waddle, I think they take him. Or if Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida, is available, I think they ought to take Pitts. Listen, I understand I just said tight end spot won't be as important for the Giants heading into next year as the wide receiver position will be. But when you look at Pitts' play, I mean, he's enormous, but he doesn't move like it. He's athletic. I mean, he catches everything. He's big enough to be in the tight end spot, but athletic enough to take on a receiver role as well if they need him to. You can use him in the slot. He was a big reason for Kyle Trask's uh, successful year at Florida. And the one important thing about Kyle Pitts is that he has a knack for the end zone. 12 touchdown catches in 8 games this past year. I think if Pitts and Waddle are both available for the Giants at number 11, you have to go Pitts. I mean, there are concerns with Waddle's size as well. He's actually three inches shorter than Smith and only like nine to ten pounds heavier. And people say, you know, people criticize Smith's size. Uh, And, you know, with this, with Pitts having a knack for the end zone, you need to take into consideration one of the Giants' main issues this past year was finding the end zone. They were second to last in scoring. They need someone who has a knack for the end zone. And I think Pitts may be that guy if he's available. And again, I know I said the wide receiver spot will be more of a need for the Giants and the tight end spot because we really, you know, at this point, we don't know Evan Engram's future. You don't know if the Giants, he's under contract for one more year. But we don't know if what's going to happen this offseason. They could trade him. I don't think they'll just up and release him. I think they're going to try to get something out of him. And I think this Pro Bowl nod that he received this year may indeed up the trade value a little bit. Uh, I think everyone's sort of, uh, everyone is sort of, Aware that it's a weird situation, him making the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl, honestly, is a joke. I think we can all agree about that. It's the worst. It's the worst all-star game in all the professional sports by far. Um, but we don't know Evan Engram's future in East Rutherford. He could stay around for at least one more year. He could get traded before this up before the twenty twenty one season. We don't know. So that's another thing to think about when you talk about uh, Kyle Pitts potentially being available if the Giants were to pick him or not. So, but, I, I know, I said the wide receiver spot will be more of a need for the Giants, but, as I also said, Pitts is athletic enough to fill multiple roles. He's big enough to be a tight end. He's athletic enough to, you know, you could put him in the slot. So, yeah, I think if Pitts is available, and, see, see the thing is, if Pitts and Smith are both available, you take Smith. But if Pitts and Waller are both available, I think you take Pitts. Sorry, I don't know, it's, he's too big and too athletic, and, you know, he is he catches everything. I think that could be the guy to take if you're the Giants. And you can use him in multiple spots, as I've said multiple times already this episode. Uh but yeah. All in all, the Giants have multiple decisions to make regarding uh the offseason. And they have multiple needs to fill. I think the main thing is they gotta figure out they need a playmaker. They need a playmaker, whether it's taken you know, Devontae Smith or Kyle Pitts, or maybe they try to sign Godwin if the if the Buccaneers don't franchise tag. Um, you know, you would also look at, they need, they're need they going to need a backup running back as well. I don't think Wayne Gallman is coming back. Okay, if they're going to, uh, if they want Saquon to stick around for the long term, and they either, you know, extend his contract this year, give him a long-term extension, or exercise the fifth-year option, which would keep him under contract through the 2022 season. I don't think they're bringing back Gallman. I don't think they can. Gallman's going to want a good chunk of change. He's going to want the opportunity to compete for a starting job. And if Saquon comes back healthy, Gallman is not going to get that opportunity to compete for a starting job. I know Gallman was good this past year in the absence of Saquon, but Saquon is still a better running back. You know, Saquon's just got to stay healthy. That's the thing. The Giants are going to need a backup running back. Um, you know, who we'll get more into that as the offseason progresses, but there's, there's some options out there. Leonard Fournette could be a, could be an option. If he doesn't go back to Tampa Bay, um, if they can get him for cheap, he could be an option. Uh, but we'll get into that more as time progresses. But for that, but excuse me, for now, Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 65 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Honey E S N Y. That's at Ryan Honey E S N Y. Listen to and subscribe to the Wide Right Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, all right? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Irat Radio, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And, all right, I'm out of here.